בוקר טוב, שבוע טוב, שבוע last week of the year טוב, בעזרת השם. We are, we are, we're there, we're ממש, like, זהו, נכנסנו עכשיו. We're in the real, it's the real deal. And we're in this, this tunnel, this beautiful tunnel towards, towards, already is light in there, but even on the way to more and more light. So I just want to mention the names, people that need refuah. Yehudis Bat Sarah, Mena Mechel Pesa, Bas Kela Tzepa, Ilana Chana, Bas Gila Breina, Michal Aviva Bas Yehudis, Hilat Safnat Bat Sarah Tova, Yosef Rafael Ben Yehudis, Avram Moshe Ben Cyril, Esther Bat Adina Miriam, Yosef Gidon Yaakov Ben Pnina. Bezrat Hashem, everyone should have a refuah shlema. Okay, so this is going to be the last time that this year is going to meet till Rosh Hashanah, till the new year. Rosh Hashanah is what, next Sunday night, Monday night? Sunday night. Next Sunday night, okay. So, let's see what we could do. Let's see what we could do. There's a difference between what the shofar of Elul is supposed to cause me to connect to and what the shofar of Rosh Hashanah is all about. It's a very, very big difference. Now, what we've been learning the last few weeks was preparing ourselves for malchut, for understanding how to, how to receive kingship, how to be in tune with malchut, which is what Rosh Hashanah is all about. What we're going to be like, going strong into today, that was malchuyot. And I thought today I could do both zichronot and shofarot, which is, but who am I kidding? I can, I can barely get through malchuyot. And... Could barely get through, you know, Zichronot would have to be, get, have its own shear. Shofarot, I'm going to try, we're going to try today to go into the, the, the world of the Shofar, of Rosh Hashanah, because we all know that that's really the mitzvah of the day. Like, bottom line, at the end of the day, that's really what it's all about. I once shared with you that a few years ago, at a, not here, actually a long time ago, in a different, in a different place for Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, It was a struggle, like I never struggled this before in my life. I couldn't get one clear thought. There was nothing flowing good and positively. And, the, and Rosh Hashanah ended up being, um, like from the night and the morning, it, it ended up being torturous. And I was like, wow, if this is the Rosh of the year, this, this year is going to stink. This is going to be a horrible year. And then right before the Tkiot, I realized, wait a second, I don't know anything. All I know... He said, there's one thing Hashem wants me right now to do, and that is to hear Shofar. Like, I don't know anything else. I don't know if, about any, all the other kavanot and all the other minhagim. I don't know any of, I don't, right now I can't make sense of any of them. All the Torahs I knew about the Shmonah Yisrael, all the Torahs I knew about Hamlachat HaMelech, it's like this moment of Hester Panim. Not Hester Sheba Hastara, because that means... When it's double concealment, you're not even aware that you don't know anything. So at least at that moment, I knew I'm not understanding anything, but I know this one thing. All Hashem wants me right now is to hear the shofar. What's the kavanah? I don't know. And I'm not even going to bother myself. Because if I start messing with my mind of like, what should be my kavanah while I hear the shofar, I'm already out of it again. Huh? That's all I was, I was like, wait a second. That's all I, right now that's it. Saved my Rosh Hashanah. Ended up being a very beautiful year. <laughs> We had a beautiful child that year, meaning it was, it was it, sometimes it boils, down, it boils down to that. But that doesn't poter us from saying, well, what, what could we prepare? How could we prepare for that moment of being Yotze the Mitzvah? And that's what we're going to be doing today. So the Bilvavi is going to take, we're going to, it's really a strong piece in the Bilvavi. And if you can get to it at the end, on the other side, it's the, the one paragraph from the Rav, from Rav Soloveitchik, that really touched me deeply. So let's see how, let's see how, how deep we can go with this. And we should have said Dishmaya with our learning right now. To really mechaven chazak. Here you go. Everyone has a page? Everyone got? Okay. If a man wants to look at himself, how he looks at himself, הוא צריך לנסות ולהתבונן מה המחשבה הראשונה שהוא מסתכל על עצמו. האם הסתכלות חיובית או שלילית. So if a person wants to see how do you grasp yourself, where do you, how do you view yourself, you have to try and 
pay attention to what's the first thought you have when you look inwards. Is it a positive thought you have about yourself? Or is it a negative thought you have about yourself? We're talking about the first thought, the initial thought, that first thought. It could be in the morning, it could be when you realize, wait a second, what do I think about myself? That first thought you have on yourself, is it positive or is it negative? If a person looks at himself in a positive way, due to what's going on inside, due to my pnimiyot, that person is connected to the roots of creation, of formation, which becomes revealed on Rosh Hashanah. But if Rosh Hashanah is only one word or two words, Judgment Day, living in fear that God will judge you for the things that you've done, whether you've said slichot or not, but it's a state of fear for these things. As who will sick rak bechitsoniut shela nefesh at smashalatzmo, shesham yeshtov vara. This is really beautiful. And I want us to take our time with this. This is very, very important. Here. You want to give one to. Oh, they have, okay. This is, this is really, really beautiful. And he, he already gave us a very strong hint to what, what the emet of all emet is. What did he say? He said, if a person looks at themselves from Rosh Hashanah and all they could see is Yom Hadin, be clear, label that. Label that as, I'm a Jew who only knows how to look at things on the outside. If that's my view of Rosh Hashanah, if that is how I'm walking into Shul and Rosh Hashanah, that it's just that, he says, you are just dealing with the chitzoniyut of the nefesh, with the outer layers of the nefesh, of the soul. And in that place of the outer layers of the soul, there's tov and there's ra. So if he said that, what, then what does that mean about the pnimiyut of the nefesh? Rak tov. Then there's rak, rak tov. And that's a very, very big... Like that, that's the nikuda we're trying to drive to here. That again, when my mindset is just about the din, it means I only know how to look at things with, outside, with, with an outside sight. But the difference is, is that if I would be able to look inside, deep inside, din and judgment wouldn't be the way, wouldn't, wouldn't be the way that I view Rosh Hashanah. Okay, so I want to I wanna continue the second paragraph. It'll, get, it'll make it a little bit clearer right now. You notice that even though Rosh Hashanah is Yom Adin, what do we talk about in Rosh Hashanah? Like, what's the davening all about, really? Malchut. Malchut. Hashem. What did you say? It's, it's like, yeah. All the, all the talk is nothing to do with avon, with transgressions and punishment. We leave that to Yom Kippur, and I'm sure you heard many shiurim already. On the topic of why is Yom Kippur after Rosh Hashanah, it seems like Yom Kippur should be before Rosh Hashanah, right? Because if I'm like starting off fresh and all new, and then 10 days later I'm like, oh, please forgive me for all of that, right? So there's a good question. It should be the other way around, right? There's a lot of shirim on that topic. But he points out over here that if you go through the machzor before Rosh Hashanah, which I highly recommend everyone to do, even for a few minutes, don't... I know some people like to just like... They want to show up Rosh Hashanah, and they just, it just wants to be like fresh, right? But it's really good to sit with the Machzor for a few minutes so that some of the wording comes back a little bit clearer, some of the Kavanot come back, some of the memories start getting triggered before Rosh Hashanah, so that when you show up with the Machzor, it's, it's home. You don't have to like make those you know, uncomfortable first conversations like on a date, right? It's like, just, no, you're, you're just there already, right? But he says, so pay attention. Rosh Hashanah, you go through the machzor, there's no transgressions that are mentioned in the davening of Rosh Hashanah and Avon. There's only one, really, if you think about it. Do you know where? 
Inavinu malkeinu. So we say, Chatanu lefanecha, right? Right there. That's maybe like the only time you could say that it's brought down. Okay. Yeter alken, mevu'an bedivrei raboteinu, it's brought down in the Torah, in, in Chazal, shelo rak lo leazkir bapeavon, it's not only that you're not supposed to mention with your mouth any transgression, Ela gamlo lachshov b'machshava shum dvar avon v'chet she'asa. Now this is a tricky one. In, this, this is the tricky one. If the machzor doesn't tell you, start speaking about bad things you did, then that must mean that also in your machshava, you cannot, should not be going to the place that brings you back to thinking of, of nasty stuff you got, stu- you, got, you got messed up with this past year. That's not Rosh Hashanah's bag. That may be a certain moment of El while you're doing the, the Bdikas inside, but it, sto- it stops there. Rosh Hashanah comes in. That's not the Avodah at all of Rosh Hashanah. It's a heavy day. It's serious, but not through that, not through that avenue. Not through, not through the avenue of like, I'm going to think about all the, 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 the Avonot that I've done. That's not at all what Rosh Hashanah is all about. So again, second paragraph. Raboteinu omrim sheberosh hashana lo maskirim shum chet ve'avon. Yeter alken mevuar bedivrei raboteinu shelo rak lo laskir bape avon elagam lo lachshov b'machshava shum dvar avon bechet she'asa. Next Monday morning, we're all going to be in shul. It's going to be almost shofar blowing. There's going to be if you show up. Early enough, you'll hear Hamelech, right? There's going to be all of that. But what is there no room for? Ay, 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 ay. That's not Rosh Hashanah. Good, get out of it. It's not it. So, what are the Rebbe's saying? When a person thinks about their own lackings and the Averot that they did, and that you even do tshuva on it, he says, the closest you can get to, to who you are, is just the outside. Now we think, no, I do tshuva, I think about the bad things I did, and I fix them, that must mean that I'm connected to the inside. He said, no, it's a, it's a holy avodah, but it only brings you to the outside of who you are. It's a layer. It's not the inside. Because what's in the, what does the inside have nothing to do with? Bad. <laughs> exactly. Bad of any sort. Of anything. It's like, for a second, to look around the room right now at the people next to you and realize that... Inside each person that you're looking, there's only one, you're looking at, there's only one thing. And only one thing in the inside. And what's that? Kulam ahuvim. Well, here it'd be kulan ahuvot. Kulan berurot. Kulan giborot. Kulan kdoshot. Kulan tovot. Tovot. Tehorot, nekiyot, zakot, brurot. In the inside, that's it. Now, on the outside, you see a person that you saw them doing some pretty weird stuff this last year. You heard some pretty questionable stuff coming out of their mouth this past year, some Lashonara, whatever. And now you see they did tshuva, and they'd be like, oh, wow, look how they got their act together. What are you looking at when you say that? Just the outside. You're even saying something good about them. But it's based on the distinction between they, got, they, were, they were dirty, now they got clean. In the nefesh, the nefesh never gets clean. It doesn't have to. Elokai neshama shenasatabit teorai. He says, as, as much as that's beautiful, you did tshuva, avalu medabeket atzmo b'makom ha-chitzoni shel ha-nefesh, ששם לא הכל טהור זך ונקי. That's maybe Elul. Aval. Look at the bold type of here. Berosh ha-shana ikar ha-avoda, לדבק את עצמו כפי שהיה בראשית היצירה קודם החטא. 
What's Rosh Hashanah all about? What is the moment of the shofar blowing reminiscent of in the Torah? The first reference of it in the Torah. <coughs> the first time, not the second time. The first reference of shofar in the Torah. Not of shofar, but the act of what we do with the shofar. Blowing life into Adam's nose, right? When was that? Before the chet. Before we got, before the world of etzada, tovara. It's just a place, shakol naki. It's all clean. So he's saying that Rosh Hashanah, the ikar of the avodah, is to connect ourselves like it was in the beginning of creation, before the chet. Before the division, before the hastara, before things started getting questionable. Do you think you could do that for just one, like one moment of tkiyat shofar? So if I just show up to shul and I don't think about anything and I show up, it actually could work because I don't get caught up with all the kavanas. It's true. I meant like the famous story of the Berdichevir's Baal Tokea that all had all his kavanas written up, right? And the, he lost them the night before. He was so broken. He said, I don't have any of the kavanas anymore. And the Baal Shantov said, oh, ah, the, the, the Rebbe said, basically, thank God. <laughs> because now you can just blow, now you just blow shofar. <laughs> now you can just blow shofar. So it's like, I want to say to us, it's like, thank, ho- hopefully we'll have all the hachanas, but then when we come to blow shofar and we'll hear the shofar, it'll just be like, hachna'ah. <sighs> I came to become new again like I never like I was never new never tasted such newness before I came to become to remind myself what I really am I came to remind myself what I really am so clean I came to remind myself what we really are we're so clean we're so not connected to the zuhama to the pollution to the Venom of the nachash, of the serpent. That happens later. But right now, I'm just so clean. This is giving me back, this is exactly the, the reenactment of that moment where Adam, where Adam was born, where life was given, where you went, when, 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 when the world began. So just remember, Rosh Hashanah is not the day the world was created. That's Chaf What's Rosh Hashanah? It's It's what we're just talking about. It's the day that life was, was blown into human beings. That's the day of Rosh Hashanah. You know that, right? Rosh Hashanah is not the day the world was created. It gets confusing because in davening we do say, Hayom Harat Olam. But I, there's a whole t- teaching on that. What's the teaching on that? Is that why are we saying today the world was created? Because... Like that famous meme that's been misquoted 80,000 times in the last few years. Today was the day, right on your birthday, you didn't see this? Decided. Right, I saw that in the name of the Rebbe, Rebbe Nachman, the Kotzker, the Ishbitzer. I think I've seen you in yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throw, anyone that had anything smart to say, just say it was in his name. But that's how we can understand. Hayom Harat Olam. Like, this is the, the day the world was created because the uh, It's on your birthday. Uh, on your birthday, today was the day that God decided He can't continue this world with the world. The world can't exist without you. Yeah. Which is true. It's beautiful. It's Hayom Harat Olam. It's exactly this. Mamash. Like, the world, this is what the world was created for. Right? So, yeah, this is. But it's the day that. It's the day that whatever, however you could imagine that breath going into man, giving life. What are you going to say about Adam the second he was created? Good or bad? Think about it. If you could show up there, forget that you know the rest of the, 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 what's going to happen in a few hours. Azvuidza. What are you going to say about Adam Arisham the moment he was created? Huh? Perfect. Now, what are you going to say about yourself the moment that the shofar is blown on the first day of Rosh Hashanah? Can you say right now, I'm perfect because Hashem decided to restore within me a completely new breath of life, bringing me back to that same state of Adam Arishon. You, If you come in there with the inner Hashemnus that's happening inside, or the din, but din, only the din aspect, can you say I'm perfect? You're going to start to think, well, what does that person think of me if I say I'm perfect? You've got, you got to get out of that trap. Can you imagine saying that in front of people during the day? Not exactly those words. 
Imagine, you know what it sounds like? You're in a conversation with a friend, you're at the coffee. Do you know how pure I am? <laughs> huh? No, anybody, like, think about this. And, and, Able to say I'm perfect, that, that's really hard. Being able to say Hashem believes I'm perfect. Nahon, 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 nahon. Uh, not everyone can. Let's say, I can do this one and not that one. Right, nahon, nahon, nahon. But imagine, like, what we're, trying to, we're trying to make a statement here very clearly that when I say, you know, when I say that Rosh Hashanah is the moment when the shofar comes, it's this real Elokai Neshama Shematatabi Tehorai. Like, it's, it's like the it's the most real time, it's the, it's the first time of the year where it's like, there's no dirt on that statement even. There's no dirt on that statement, but it's amazing that we're all sitting in a shul together and all of us together are like just receiving, we're receiving that statement. Like that's the, that's the language of of shofar blowing, Elokai Neshama, Sh'atach Shav Noten Li, Teorai. That's shofar. That's the shofar of Rosh Hashanah. It's not the shofar of Elul. The shofar of Elul is something else. Rambam explains to us clearly what it is. That's the shofar of Elul. The shofar of Rosh Hashanah is something else. Ma she'achshav kore ze mushlam. What's happening right now is perfect, not because I decided it is, because this is how you decided it's going to be in this world. You know, that'd be an amazing thing if you had written in a, next year Mahzar, like something to look at right before it's Kiyot Shofar. Elokai neshama sheata achshav noten li tehorai. Tkiya. Can you imagine that? Mamash chazak. Because you're always that pure on the inside at any moment in time. Nahon, that even yeah, on the outside, that even on the even on the chitzoniyut, there's no tovera because there's no chitzoniyut. The chitzoniyut in pnimiyut is at that moment. So that's why we say that everything is talui barosh. If I could start the year like that, right? That's why it's so important. Everything goes after akolech acharat chala. So if I start the year like that. Maybe I could actually carry that with me that the whole year I don't, it stays in the realm of Pnimiyut. Why not? Why limit ourselves? Why limit what Hashem wants to give us that moment? Lama lam. But imagine, like, think about it. How much do we have to work on ourselves believing that we're good people throughout the year? No, don't we, don't we, like, work on that so much? Like, really, like, coming back to a place of, like, okay, the Avoda is to just believe that I'm a good person, I want good things in this world, like we were learning in, the, in yesterday afternoon cheer from Rav Cook. Like what defines me, what gives me the most greatest simcha in the world is, is my ratzon hatov. So the, the, this tzaddik and all the tzaddikim and tzaddikot of today are telling us, you know, let's make the rest of the year a little bit easier for you to have to always go back and remind yourself that you're a good person. How? Well, the moment that it happens again from new, the more powerful that moment is, the more it lasts throughout the whole year. The more that's your kavanah the more that's what you're conscious of that's happening, that's taking place, the more that consciousness is easier to access throughout the year. I mean, we've been, the past few weeks, we've been learning how to, how to prepare ourselves as a Kli for, for Rosh Hashanah. And, and what, what he's really been emphasizing from the first year was the importance of the breath, right? And just noticing it. How can we be aware of what Chaim is without, without right, having a right. connection to that? Right. And, and last week, we, we really explored what it means to be in a state of receiving the breath as opposed to taking the breath. And when, when, we, when we spend the time of Elul focusing on that, right? We're, we're building up our Kli. And then Rosh Hashanah, we're saying, I'm, I'm empty. I'm empty, and I'm just here to receive. To receive. And I'm receiving, I'm receiving why the, the, the shofar blow is, is, is from the breath. You have to be in a state of, of connection to the breath. Mm-hmm. And when we open ourselves up to, to, the, to our own personal breath, to the Kihila's breath, to Hashem's breath, then that's something that we really can access at any Anytime. point 
because we are always breathing and it becomes in this embodied tool that we can that we can always access and we can always come back to that state of just Hashem, I am a Kli and I'm here to receive all the bracha that you have for me. That's awesome. That's beautiful. That's awesome. I think it relates very much to what Miriam was saying as well. Mamash. Okay, so let's go back into the text. We're at the bottom of the second paragraph. Umikoach kach la'ir be'atzmo et ha'ara me'adam ha'rishon she'lo haya bochet. La'avin barur. Ze lo rak la'asiyach et ha'dat me'achet. We're not trying to ignore <laughs> at the moment of shofar blowing the fact that, you know, sin exists and we have, you know, it, we have, we have like shaykhut, shaykhut to it. We're not trying to distract ourselves, be like, right now I have to just focus on the good. Why do you have to focus on something if that's all that's there? Focus means there's distractions, I have to focus. Rosh Hashanah, there's no need to focus. There is nothing else other than the new goodness that exists, that it's receiving life again. So you don't have to zoom in or zoom out. You do that when there's other things going on. Nothing else is going on in Rosh Hashanah. That's not Rosh Hashanah. That's maybe Elul, Aseret Mechubah, Yom Kippur. But Rosh Hashanah is just looking into what's happening right now and only what's happening right now. And that is, do you remember Stuart Smalley? Who remembers Stuart Smalley? No? Huh? I think you and I are the only ones. We're born... Yeah, we're born the same year. Maybe it was our year or something. I don't know. No one remembers Stuart's... Huh? I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. So now... You don't remember this? I th- he was fictional, right? I think he took his life a few years later. Then. No? Isn't that Phil Hartman from the... <laughs> Let's do a tikkun for... <laughs> I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. So now, like that was a, I don't know, there was like a, he had a book like that, whatever, it was like his, 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 his line. I'm, I, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, put, put in all the things, right? And why is that all true? Why is that all true? What did I do for those statements to be true on Rosh Hashanah? Huh? I didn't even wake up. Hashem woke me up. What did I do on Rosh Hashanah for all those statements to be true? Nothing. Nothing. Mamash. Nothing. So this is this. Like, what did I do to have the privilege to breathe? What did I do? What did I do for all these things? Rosh Hashanah is, is the most humbling moment of our lives because it's, it's showing us this goodness that, uh, that Chazal is saying, this is what you want to be like, tuned into. It, sorry, it has nothing to do with you other than you, you, you're aware of it. That's what's happening in Rosh Hashanah. There's no chet. The chet is not there. There's no need to zoom out, zoom in, focus, not focus. That's all that's, that's, all that's taking place right now. Now let's continue. Kshetokim bashofar berosh Hashanah Third paragraph. Hashofar mikoach atkiah vehashmiah sheadam shomea kol shofar zetzarich lachnis oto lemakom yoter pnimi. When I allow to myself to receive the breath of the shofar, I'm automatically shoved, not shoved, but I'm, I'm automatically entering into a much more inner world, which is much more of a real, real world than what the outer world usually portrays itself as. Yesh havchana shashofar bifchinat shapruma sechem. So some say the word shofar comes from the language leshaper. Leshaper means to improve. Some say that's what shofar comes from, right? Shapruma asechem. Get your actions better. And that's really the shofar of Elul. But, but what, what does that take me to? That, that's only on the outside. Like, if I have to fix myself and things are bad, I have to be better. What does that voice of the shofar take me to? The outside. But you know where else we blew the shofar? 
<clears throat> not only at the moment where that wasn't a shofar when God blew, blew life into man, but when we heard the shofar, where? On Har Sinai. What do we know about that moment? When the shofar was blown on Har Sinai? Shesham Neemar Paska Zuhumatam. That's what Chazal say. That any Zuhama, any, how do you say that? Pollution, yeah. Filth, yeah, Zuhama. Any filth that I had, that I was attached to, whether, I'm not just thinking about like, you know, any dirt between my nails. I'm, I'm saying any filth that was going on in my mind, Paska. The blowing of the shofar at Har Sinai, when we received the Torah, paskazahumatam, all the pollution ended. It stopped. For, and you know, the Rashi says over there that um, at that moment, every single person that was suffering from any physical ailment was healed. Nachon? The blind could see, the deaf could hear, the ones that were limping could start walking again. Everything was healed at that moment. There was no more zuhama, there was no more pollution. There was no more mechitzas. It was just, everyone was, be, was able to say, Elokai neshama sh'ata noten bi torahi. Ani margish et ze, ani yodeh et ze, zai emet ki ata asita et ze. That's what was going on in Har Sinai. And then the Torah was given. Give out, right? I was thinking of the Akedah, when Yitzchak was there, it was a moment of pure, we didn't have the shofar, but we had the ram, that then came. Nachon, nachon. We had, well, the shofar was right, yeah. It was right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we say by Yitzchak. That's why we say by Yitzchak that his bracha is the second bracha of Shmuel Asim. He was completely renewed. He died. He completely gave himself. The shofar was right there in the background. There was a complete resurrection <coughs> where just purity, clean, akol matchala, nothing. <coughs> Fourth line: Shelo ayachet matan Torah. If when you hear the word shofar and you're still hearing, get your acts together, get your acts together, you're experiencing an outside, an outer Rosh Hashanah. That has to do with like tovara, avera mitzvah. But if the shofar reminds me of Har Sinai, which is basically Adam Arishon before the sin, so the shofar brings you to a place inside the nefesh where there is no there is no chet at that place. Now let me ask you, what do you think a person needs? in order to actually be, be like this during Rosh Hashanah in Shul. What do we need in order to just be like this when we get into Shul Rosh Hashanah? What do you think? Let's get, of course, but yalla, but like, what do we have to do? Like this, wouldn't this be wonderful if this is how our Rosh Hashanah was? Wouldn't it be like, wouldn't it be the highest Rosh Hashanah in the world? If like we came to shul and this is what we experienced during tkiat shofar, what stops us from, from, from experiencing this in shofar blowing? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everything. Kimat, kimat everything. Everything that's kashur techitzoniot. Yeah. The that all those other. What did you say? Life. Yeah, mind. Mind. Who said life? Life. Yeah. Well. It's not really life. See, that's, that's what's interesting. The, 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 the can. Huh? Our kids. Our heads. Our heads. Our heads. The mind. The mind. The mind. The mind. The mind. The mind. What is the mind saying while we're reading this Torah? Besides, you know, the obvious, like, the Kool-Aid here is just too much. Like, like, what is the mind saying while we're reading the Torah like this? I'm not good enough. I'm not, what's that? I'm not, good I'm not good enough. Who do you think you are? Standing here right now. What else does the mind... It's good to get this stuff out. What else is the mind saying when we learn the Torah like this? Well, you say it's true, but I still have to fix something. So meaning, even though it's true... 
מה זה עוזר לי? ‫-אוקיי. <laughs> You have to go inside out. There's no other way. You understand? It won't ever, I'll never get to what I, where, where I really want to be. Listen, all the lists we've made for ourselves, the to-do lists, right? As much as we write them in our minds or on page, papers, v'chulei, and all these to-do lists, even if I end up doing all my to-do lists, is that filling our souls with the sense of shlemut? No, because while I'm checking the V, I say, oh, but I could also do, you know, I, there's more things come up. More and more things come up. And that's the world that Hashem chose to, to make us work in and live in. Rosh Hashanah is ki'ilu not really in, it's not really in the world. It's bichlal, it's, it's one day that's 48 hours. Can explain to me that one. The Chazal call it Yom Ha'arichta. It's like a long day. Huh? How does that work? Mazen. Because really, the only way that I can get to do what I, what I really, really know I need to do in this world is starting from this place. But I still want to attach myself to that question of the voice that kind of says what you're saying, Sarah, it's too easy. And the voice that Miriam's saying, which is basically saying, what, correct me if I'm wrong, what good is this going to, like, if, if everything else, if, if things are still left for me to do, like, What do I really gain by acknowledging the presence of the moment that Elokai Neshama Sha'ata Akshav Noten Li Teorai? What do I get from that? If... Your surrender. What's that? The whole idea is that the surrender of I'm perfect because Hashem made me perfect and nothing I really do is me. I can only do the outside stuff, all this stuff that I have to do if I recognize that I am, I am me because of Hashem. And so I can't do that. You have to spend a day understanding who Hashem is so you can understand who A day. Just a day. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yom Ha'arichta. Exactly. Exactly. Nachon. Nachon. You think you're moving forward and, you're, and you don't, but you keep on, you keep on limping, you keep on... You keep on falling, you keep on bumping into things. And well, it's kind of like the math question. There's the frog in the well, he takes three steps forward and then two steps back. How long till he gets out of the well? He will eventually get out of the well. So we're yeah, but Rosh Hashanah, steps. you're not in the well. No. But Rosh Hashanah is... Back, there is no... You know there, that you have that nachon. ability to get there because So let's go back to the question I, I asked before. Is now everyone ready to just go into this day? Now we're all good? Now we're set? <laughs> we're all good now? We figured it out? As Mazen. So what's still there? What's still there standing in front of us that's not allowing us to like really believe that that's all I need to do in Rosh Hashanah? You see, the world that we live in normally is so, the layer of chitzoniyut is so thick. It's just so thick. I'm not, this isn't a musashmuz, you understand, I'm, pointing out to the realities of life. But the tzaddiki, why do we have to learn this kind of Torah all year long? Like, why does this kind of Torah have to be the pneumius of the way? Why do we have to learn pneumius all year long? So that when a Torah like this shows up, Erev Rosh Hashanah, it's not foreign to me. It's not a different language. It's actually my language. This is actually my olive base. This is my Gisad Yankas. I don't have to work so hard 
I'm spending the whole year on Hashem. That, that's what I wanted to say to you. The whole year is spent on what is Hashem? What is Hashem? What am, where am I with Hashem? So then when I come to a Torah like this, Erev Rosh Hashanah, I'm like, yeah, definitely. This is, this is what we're here for. This is what it's all about. Nachon. Living pnimiut. Living inside. And every week I'm, I'm, I'm pointing out the chitzoniut. And remember, the chitzoniut, even if I do tshuva, the, the closest I could get is a clearer chitzoni way of living. That's what he was saying before. Even if I do tshuva, the highest I can get is still on the outside. Rosh Hashanah is the day of the pnima. It's the inside of the inside. Paskazahumatan. This is what the shofar of Rosh Hashanah is all about. The shofar of Elul, shapru ma'asechem. You could do better. You could do better. Go for it. Go for it. The shofar of Rosh Hashanah is... no words. It's not, there's nothing. Uh, you could even write, like we, like, we, what we said before, to write, and even that, when you really allow the shofar to come inside on Rosh Hashanah, even that's not even it. It's mashu acher paskazahumatan. All the pollution at that moment ends. You know, to really, to really be able to receive that in Rosh Hashanah, be tefillahs every single day, from right now to Rosh Hashanah, it's like, please, Hashem Barach, whatever I have to do to remove more and more clutter from the outside so that the inside could be that which is running the show on, on Rosh Hashanah. That I'm an Ish Pnimi. He spoke about this. I'm an Ish, I'm an Isha Pnimit. I'm a Yehudi Pnimi. I live with Pnimiut. I live with zero sarcasm regarding spirituality. At all, zero. I have, I'm sarcastic about the outside. I have no sarcasm when it comes to the pnimiut of life. And that's Rosh Hashanah, that's the headquarters of it. Bottom paragraph. Yesh shofar ba'omek shel elul, v'yesh shofar shel Rosh Hashanah. Shofar shel elul, ze bachta et avia ve'et ima yerach yamim. You know, this is the famous word, where we say in Parashat, ki tetzela min chamar levecha. And you take a woman in captivity, and you come, and she comes, and she cries for a whole month. <laughs> so in Chassidus they say that's really what we're how it's happening during the month of Elul. It's a it's we're being taken into, into this captivity and crying for thirty days. I want to go home. <laughs> the shofar of Elul is to arouse us to to to, to cry. Now what's interesting is that. We still got another like eight days of Elul, so don't, you know, take this also. But just know that this isn't Rosh Hashanah. Shapur ma'asechem kol yevava, a cry of, 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 of a, like a kvetch of a scream, kol bechi, letakenet ha'maasim, to fix our actions, aval. Shofar shel Rosh Hashanah ba'omek, hu tzarich lachnis et ha'adam lamakom ha'pnimi shel me'ein matan Torah. At that moment of the shofar being blown in Rosh Hashanah, it's to transport a person to a reenactment of what took place at Har Sinai when the Torah was given to us. Where there's no chet and there's no avon. <clears throat> there are no transgressions in that place. Zeu Rosh Hashanah. Harosh shel Hashanah. Harosh shel Hashanah matchil b'chol shanah mimakom she'en sham chet. The beginning of the year starts every single year in a place where there's no chet. That's how the beginning of the year has to begin. What's the diuk here? That the beginning of the year begins in a place where there's no chet. What's the... You understand my question? What is, what's the point of saying such a statement? That the beginning of the year has to start in a place where there's no chet. Because if the beginning of the year starts in a place where it's like there's a chet, it's the outside... <clears throat> how far could I go? It's like what you were saying. You're starting from the outside, trying to go inside. But we have to start from the inside. Everything's inside out. Inside, there's no chet. That's how I'm going to there. Adam tzarich legalot shelo et shel rosh hashanah. What man has to do is to reveal in their own nefesh this madriga of what Rosh Hashanah is. She'arishit ve'atchala shel nafsho. Bechol pam ba pam. 
מהיכן תתחיל? ממקום שאין בו חטא. Beginnings, starting again with the weight of sin in my life is very, 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 very hard. Those beginnings generally don't last that long. Beginnings, which begin with everything we spoke about right now, is, the, is like a, the largest makpitsa. Makpitsa is a springboard. springboard, yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah, it's a makpitsa. It's the largest springboard. It's the, it's the cleanest one. This is the beginning of the year. Now you understand why Breslov is... You understand the Ptimius of why Breslov goes to Uman for Rosh Hashanah, like really deep down inside. Like on the outside, what the world has done with this, it's chitzoni. Pnimi, a breastlover that goes to, with the bracha of his wife. The, I have a friend this year, he's not going. He said, I didn't get the bracha this year. He goes every year, he said, this year I didn't get the bracha, so I'm not going. <clears throat> so, he said, so a breastlover goes to Rosh Hashanah, he goes to Rosh Hashanah to Uman. Why? Because the whole concept of what the Rebbe represents in the life of a chassid is the Rosh. It's the Rosh that's Naki. That's clean. I'm not even going to the whole thing of Eretz Yisrael, not Eretz Yisrael. I'm just speaking, I'm just speaking of a, as a concept right now. I want us to understand this. So it's a very deep concept. You go to the place where you can believe the most for you that here I'm clean. By attaching myself to this, this brings me the closest feeling of en pochet, en poavon. There's no mechitza. So everything we learned right now is really to prepare us for just understanding the paragraph that's on the, um, on the back of the page, and we'll do this in Mamash five minutes. Now this is very, very interesting. Was Rav Soloveitchik a chassid? <laughs> yes. <laughs> was Rav Soloveitchik a chassid? I don't, think, I, I, I don't think that he would label himself a chassid, although Rav Soloveitchik knew more chassidists than most chassidim. Rav Soloveitchik knew more Hasidus than most Hasidim. He knew the Alter Rebbe inside out in such an, such an incredible manner. <clears throat> so Rav Soloveitchik says like this, this is written in Isha Halacha. Ish Hasod yada et ha'ofi ha'simli shel tkiyat shofar. Inside people, they know, they know what the shofar represents. Musak kol pashut, it's a simple sound. שאדם רוצה לחתור בו חתירה, that through this sound, a person wants to take a, literally in, in swimming you use the word חתירה, לחתור. What would be the great? Oh, what's that? That's חדירה, חתירה, לחתור, stroke. Yeah, to stroke forward, right? בהוויה החוקית, through the way that Hashem gave us the, the laws of the Torah, that somehow, through this sound, I can go so much forward, you, if I didn't tell you this was Rav Soloveitchik right now, who would you think wrote these words, right? Reb Tzadok, Reb Nachman, the Ishbetzer, this is Rav Soloveitchik. These are Kabbalistic concepts that is basically saying the inner people know that this moment of Tkiyat Shofar is while you're swimming the sea of life, right? <coughs> then the shofar comes and you let that voice take you. It's not even you doing it. You can allow this voice to take you vroom, way, way, way further than you ever were able to during the year. Through this voice, through this breath, allowing you to take it to go there. Tkiat shofar, and now he's speaking about it a little bit differently than what we said. He's saying, Tkiat shofar hi b'chiyat nefesh the blowing of the shofar is the crying of the soul which who misses and longs its, its source from where it came from. To cling to its beloved. In a revealed manner. And this is, this is so powerful. Tkiat shofar mocha the blowing of the shofar, mocha. How would you say that? 
לגבי מחאה. את דם את... פרוטס, פרובלי... Yeah, it's, it's hard to say this. It's in, there's probably a better word. I need Ellie Stone right now. He's usually good with this stuff. The shofar blowing, basically it says, it says world, world, you're nothing. It's an illusion. It's not real. Outside world. It's not real. It's not real. That's not real. What's real is That's the, that's the voice of the shofar of Slovichik says. saying, you know what the shofar is? It's mamish a protest. You're looking at the mechitzas of the world which divide, divide between you and the, and the, inf, and the infinite. And you're blowing the shofar and you're saying, you got nothing on me. It's fake. It's not real. Chitzoni world. Sarcasm. It's not real. Cynicism. It's not real. And Rav Salvechik says, sometimes what happens is a person gives a krechts over the fact that it's so hard to jump from one mountain to the other, from the mountains of me, 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 to just you, 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 or us, us, us. But the shofar has the power to jump from that place of me, 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 or you, 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 which is still a separation, to the word us, us, us. Us, us, us. I forget only you, the song only you, only us. Oh, that's, the, that's the shofar of Rosh Hashanah. It's really you, but you put me in this world to, to bring this, this, this yichud together. You see, we don't, we, don't, we don't really say only us when I, when I have the chet in my mind. Because I'm like, well, I have to get cleaner the chet for it to be us, right? But Hashem and Rosh Hashanah is saying, that's for the rest of the year. I need one day. I need one long day. One 48-hour long day. Where... The mitziyut that you're going to experience right now is just different than whatever was all year long. So I give us a bracha, a strong, strong bracha. And, in, and I'm asking Hashem, that we, we learn a Torah like this, that we should have a lot of siyad to learn Torahs like this all year long, so that when it comes moments like Rosh Hashanah, this doesn't seem foreign. This seems actually very, very much home turf. Home turf, that these, this way of choosing to live a life, of being anashim pnimiim, ish pnimi, it, it makes, it's it basically my neshama, I could hear my neshama after every time I learn a Torah like this, and it's whispering and it's saying, thank you. Okay, Miriam, thank you so much. This house should be filled with bracha this year, Bezrat Hashem. We're going to have one more shir this Thursday, Reb Tzadok on Rosh Hashanah. And Bezat Hashem continue here after Rosh Hashanah.